travel alone. Sometimes I'm east, sometimes I'm west. No chains can ever bind me. Stinky Mouse and the Runaway Train. Once upon a time, not long ago, maybe even now, if you were to go up a road which ran through the woods and up the rise, you would find a happy house on a happy hill where three happy little girls lived. And if you were to knock on their door with, say, three knocks, you would hear laughter inside, and they would come to the door, open it, and yes, let you in. And if you look down the hall, into the living room, you would see a baseboard with a very little door at the level of the floor. And if you were to get down on your hands and knees, and squat down, and look more closely, you would see a white trim around a red door. And on that small red door, you would see a highly polished knob and a door knocker. And if you were able to open that door and put your eye very close to look inside, you would see a whole world. Not just any world, mind you. Firstly, your eye would espy a small table with a lamp and a lampshade made of every color of stained glass on it. The table would have small framed pictures and be arranged in a most harmonious way. Then your eye would travel to the back and you would see a bookcase full of books running the whole length of the very elegant cherrywood paneled room. Each book on the bookshelf would be bound in very fine leather with gold imprinted letters telling you the name of the book. Now, remember, dear listener, that every book has a name just like you do. And like you, the story in each book is unique and to be discovered. Books of all colors and kinds, interesting books, old ones, new ones, and some from some magical place. Then your eye would see a marvelous fireplace with a cozy, cozy fire burning cheerfully away, warming the room and giving it a golden glow. You would hear it crackling away, and most importantly, if you were very careful and moved your head just right, you would see a tall, red, fine leather chair. And if you were to look at that chair, you would see a mouse wearing a tuxedo with round gold glasses perched on his nose. His whiskers would be neatly trimmed and make his brown and black nose look very fine indeed. His silk black bow tie tied around his collar would be surrounded by a very fine black velvet tuxedo jacket with the letters SM monogrammed and written on the pocket in gold and purple. And if you were to look further down at his sartorial splendor, you would see dark black velvet pants with black silk stripes running down each side. On each foot, we would see some very fine gentleman's slippers made of leather and velvet with his initials on them in, guess what colors, gold and purple. A mouse elegant creature, a most unique creature, and if you 
could look in and press your mouth against the door and ask inside as to who this was, he would respond, My name is Stinky Mouse! One day, Stinky Mouse was reading his favorite newspaper, the Mousetown Gazette, and he put it down for a minute because he saw he had just received a letter from the post, which had just arrived and was on his table. It had a very interesting postage stamp on it with a picture on it of a very small house surrounded by a tree and a lake and a happy little mountain with snow on top. The handwriting was familiar, but he went on and opened the letter with his gold letter opener. He took the letter out of the envelope and read it very carefully until a big smile appeared on his face, and he yelled with happiness and threw the letter in the air. He was so excited. Why, you might ask, my dear listener, that would be a wonderful question you would be asking, and I'm the person of great fortune, because I'm in a unique position of quite reputable authority to tell you what the letter said, and who the letter was from. Was it from Gussie Goose? No. Was it from Peter Porcupine? No. Was it from Johnny Benko? No. Maybe even Peter Pariba? No. How about Billy Bolero? No. Or Marine the Cow? No, no. Gato Parlato? No. Gilberto Gilberto Gil? No. Big Wallace the Moose? No. It was none of these friends or anyone else. Guess who it was. Yes, if you answered Ernie the Engineer, you would be correct. But who is Ernie the Engineer? Why is he the world's greatest locomotive choo-choo train driver who ever lived? That's who he is. He's driven every train ever made and pulled them all behind his steam locomotives. The biggest and best in the world. Even bigger than the legendary engine, Big Boy. And so it was that the letter Stinky Mouse was so happy to receive indeed was from Ernie the Engineer. Do you know what it said, dear listener? Hmm, I'm sure you might, but I will tell you in any case. It said, Dear Stinky Mouse, I'm bringing my new locomotive and train to Mousetown, and I'll be very excited and happy to see you next week. Can you have a ride with me? As Ralph Waldo Emerson once observed, Railroad iron is a magician's rod. And therefore... Needless to say, Stinky Mouse was excited all week, waiting for Ernie the Engineer's arrival in Mousetown. He told everyone that Ernie the Engineer was coming, and that they would all probably get to ride in his shiny new train. Everyone was excited, almost as much as Stinky Mouse. Well, the day finally arrived when Ernie the Engineer came steaming into town in his new amazing locomotive. Choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo. 
It was red all over, but the wheels were painted a shiny gold with black trim. There were gold stripes painted along the body of the red locomotive, making it a sight to behold indeed. But best of all, there were many passenger cars or carriages, all painted different colors, so there would be room for everyone in Mousetown to ride in the train. There was a red carriage, an orange one, a yellow one, a blue one, an indigo one, a purple one, a violet one as well. Something for everybody. Everyone in Mousetown lined up to get on the train and picked the color car which they liked the best to ride in. But where is Stinky Mouse? Everyone started to yell. Just as they did, guess what happened, dear listener? <laughs> yes, Stinky Mouse came riding up on his royal blue and lavender bicycle with gold wheels and his special horn and ringer. Here I am, he yelled. I wouldn't miss this for anything because my name is Stinky Mouse. He yelled this at the top of his lungs as he pulled up and jumped off his bicycle. Stinky Mouse took one look at the train and instantly knew where he would ride and he went right to the locomotive where he joined Ernie the Engineer where he drove the train with all the dials and meters and giant brakes that stopped the train when needed and a lot of different valves and gauges painted in black and white and Stinky Mouse didn't understand any of them but they were to make the train go faster or slower. Now, dear listener, it would be at this point if I didn't tell you what Ernie the Engineer looked like. If I were not to do that, I would be remiss in my duties to you in the conveyance of this narrative. You should know that looks don't matter with people or nature's creatures. But in the special case of Ernie the Engineer, I think you should know that he was a raccoon who wore a train engineer's overalls with a big front bib where he stored a fountain pen, a hairbrush, thermometer, and a big toothpick. While that might seem normal for any raccoon you might see, Ernie distinguished himself because he was covered in coal dust from shoveling the black carbon substance into the locomotive's burner to create steam. He shoveled so much coal, at times he would be covered head to foot in black coal dust. This, as you might imagine, meant that if you were to hug him, you would run the highest of high risks of covering yourself in his dirty coal dust. It was for this reason that Stinky Mouse, being the fastidious and clean little mouse that he is, only shook Ernie the Engineer's paw in his deeply felt display of emotional amity and happiness. And happy, 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 happy to see his friend. Pretty soon the train was underway and everyone a board let out a loud cheer and they were off <laughs> yay at first as the train moved and passed all the wonderful sights of mousetown they departed all together they went by the cheese factory the town church with the tall golden spire on top the town pond where everyone would have picnics 
and then into the countryside where all the cows mooed at them and the chicken waved their wings at them. Everyone on the train waved back. They rode along for some time, and the passengers all unpacked their picnic lunches from their wicker baskets and all had a wonderful lunch. They all traded things and shared it with their friends. Before they knew it, they were far from Mousetown and beginning to climb into the steep hills beyond their beloved village. They passed tall pine trees, small mountain river streams which were lighted up by the golden sunshine beaming down through them. The locomotive had been more quiet. They would have heard the babbling of the brook as they passed by. But gradually... They continued to climb into the steep mountains, and the train slowed down as they did. Stinky Mouse, the every curious mouse that he is, asked Ernie about all the dials and meters on the train's engine, which he couldn't make any sense of. Some made the train go faster, and others made the train go slower, Ernie the Engineer explained it all to Stinky Mouse. He also showed Stinky Mouse a special wheel and said, Now, Stinky Mouse, mate, this is a special wheel, which makes sure that when going downhill, the train slows down. Never, 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 my dear friend, touch this when it's going downhill, or the train will not be able to slow down while going downhill. There's some things we should never touch for the safety of everyone concerned. Right, Stinky Mouse? And he was even more curious, though, that Ernie the Engineer had told him that. What would happen, Ernie, if I went like this? Stinky Mouse reached over and, by accident, turned the wheel as he had been told not to turn. And you'll not be surprised, dear listener, to know that he shouldn't have done that, as Ernie the Engineer had amply warned him. All of a sudden, the train gained speed as it went down the tall mountain and ran faster and faster and faster. Ernie the Engineer yelled, Oh, now, Stinky Mouse, mate, now we have a runaway train. They went faster and faster. And the train felt like it might never stop. Oh, no, yelled Stinky Mouse. The train was going so fast that all the passengers, things that they had in their baskets, fell out of them. And they were all holding on to their seats, amazed by the scenery which was flying by at high speed. Oscar the Oslet looked at his mother and yelled with glee saying, Wow, this is just like riding the roller coaster at the amusement park. I love it! But alas, dear listener, not everyone was enjoying the train's rapid and runaway fast descent, especially Ernie the Engineer. He knew what danger they were in and quickly turned the wheel that Stinky Mouse had turned too far. And suddenly... The train slowed down, but not enough. The train slowed a bit, a bit more, and Ernie yelled above the noise to Stinky Mouse, We'll need to pull the brakes fast. 
to stop this thing, he said. Ernie tried to pull the big brake lever back, but it did not move. I need help, stinky mouse, he yelled into the intrepid mouse, not inconsiderably large ear. Here, push with me. They both pressed with their bodies and pulled with their hands, and the brake lever moved a bit. Then they pulled harder and harder until the brake really moved, and the train came to a full stop. That was a close one, I might, exclaimed Ernie, the engineer. Oh, my gosh, said Stinky Mouse. I'm so, so sorry. I should never have done that. You told me not to turn the wheel, but I did. I was just curious about how it worked. I'm really, really, really sorry, Ernie, Stinky Mouse said, feeling very poorly and remorseful indeed. The elegant mouse felt very bad and almost ashamed he had gotten everyone in such danger and trouble. That's okay, Stinky Mouse. Now you'll be one of the better train engineers if you decide to become one someday. Nothing is a better than experience as a teacher. That was a great lesson in what not to do, Ernie the engineer laughed, taking the toothpick out of his front bib overall pocket to clean a tooth with his hairbrush in hand he started to brush some of the black coal dust that he had on his mustache from their wild ride down the hill they both laughed together and pulled into the mouse town train station where everyone got off the train and went their merry ways that night back home whilst sitting in the very warm and bubbly-bubbly bathtub to wash off the cold dust that was all over him, he thought back to the exciting day. Stinky Mouse got into his red and gold silk pajamas, climbed into his cozy-cozy bed, and listened to the fireplace burning its crackling logs and drifted off to sleep, dreaming of locomotives, and steam, and his next great adventure. The end.